Atacama Desert of northern Chile, one of the most inhospitable places on planet Earth. Rainfall totals of 1 to 2 millimeters per year is normal. 30 to 50 millimeters would therefore take a generation to fall. You'd expect that not to happen, of course, in 24 hours. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. This region is rich in mineral and copper mines because of its hot and dry conditions. It simply does not rain here. Well, except for that one time back in 2002, this day in weather history. Anything that lives or dies in the Atacama Desert can be captured and preserved for millennia in these conditions. Chinchorro mummies, the oldest artificially mummified human remains, have been found in the Atacama Desert. These mummies predate the Egyptian mummies by thousands of years, and the extreme lack of moisture helps in the preservation of these samples. Here's some perspective. The earliest mummy that has been found in Egypt dated to around 3000 BC, while the oldest mummy recovered from the Atacama Desert is actually dated around 7020 BC. Studies conducted by NASA have concluded that this desert location in northern Chile is in fact the driest desert in the world. Some weather stations in the Atacama have never received rain. Periods of up to four years have been registered with no rainfall in the central sector mapped by the cities of Antofagasta, Calama and Copiapó in Chile. The Atacama Desert's dryness is not overhyped. Evidence suggests that the Atacama Desert may not have had any significant rainfall between the years 1570 to 1971. 400 years dry. <laughs> and we complain when our lawns go a week without rain and we have to alternate our watering days. It is so dry that soil samples from this region are compared very closely to those of the planet Mars. Yep, it just got weirder. As a matter of fact, NASA uses the Atacama Desert for testing instruments for missions to the Red Planet. And you guessed it, Hollywood also knows about this. And they use the Atacama as location for filming scenes that would have taken place on Mars. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. So what happened? Location, location, location. During the summer and early fall for the Southern Hemisphere, an area of high pressure is generally located over the entire region. With its counterclockwise winds and sinking dry air, the high pressure suppresses any rainfall. Occasionally, a few drops make it over the Andes Mountains from the east. The high pressure acts like a wall to the north, keeping low pressure systems away. Suffice it to say, this did not play out this way at all toward the end of March 2002. You want to talk about a blocking pattern? Check this out. High does not block the low from pushing north. The low has to go north and push in behind like a stronghold being set up to trap in a charging army. A series of areas of high pressure developed to the south and the west. Plus, remember, you have those massive Andes mountains blocking all movement to the east. Instead, this area of low pressure tracked east 
northeast and straight toward the Atacama Desert as if on a conveyor belt. As the low moved closer to the central Chilean coastline, northwest winds on the northeast side of this low were enhanced by the counterclockwise flow surrounding high pressure to the north and northeast. Remember that was there. These enhanced northwest winds tapped into moisture in the tropics and dragged it right into the desert. Flash floods swept down valleys, cutting off villages, destroying structures, and carrying vehicles for kilometers. The rains resulted sadly in 17 deaths, over one and a half billion dollars in damages, all on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is June 5th, and we're gonna be looking back at what has been one of many, and I mean historical storms, to affect the Lone Star State of Texas. We've already covered several. Tomorrow, however, we're gonna look into what's called the Brown Ocean Effect when we revisit Tropical Storm Allison of 2001. That's tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.